What's up, guys? From the heart of Montana, this is Carroll College's student podcast, Big Sky, Small World. Nice. We're live. We're live. We're live. You probably just heard the intro, is what I'm assuming, to the podcast. Our fire, fire intro. Yes. So good. Right. Top tier. And we don't sound like the people in that intro. No, because we're not. So then let's introduce ourselves. My name is Miller. I'm a sophomore. My name is John Phillips. Yeah, I included my last name, so. Oh, okay. Sorry. Very official. Yeah. You how you yeah. You, come on, get on my level, bro. Okay, my name's Miller Shepard. There we go. And there ain't no H in that either. I for sure thought Miller was your last name. No, no, my first name is Miller Shepard. I got two last names. Cool. I I, don't think I'm Miller. Mm-mm, no way. No, you're the first Miller. Yeah. Big things, man, big things. I know, it's crazy. Big things, but yeah, my name's John Phillips. I am a sophomore. And I'm Asher Korn, uh, the freshman of the group. Frosh boy. Yeah. Nice. But the oldest of the three. Right. Yeah. That's right. How old are you? 22. No shot. Shot. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. So why'd you choose to come now? Uh, Air Force. Oh, for sure. Cool. That's sweet, man. Good stuff. What do you want to do in the Air Force? I'm out now. So oh, you were yeah, in the Air Force. I enlisted. Yeah, I was real stupid about it. What did you do in the Air Force? I was a dirt boy. Uh, what the hell is that? Yeah. So What's that? what is that? Heavy equipment operator and like concrete asphalt type stuff. Oh dang. Yeah. So you're dang. like a con- you were like constructing right. in a military uniform. Right. Dang. That's kind of sw- that's kind of yeah, lame. Dude. Took did a, you ever did you ever go anywhere? Yeah, it took a nine month uh, deployment. <laughs> Um, oh, quote unquote. Yeah, right to Abu Dhabi. No so shot. Sure. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. That's sick. What so was Abu just, Dhabi like? Abu Dhabi like nuts. 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 Really? Yeah, we would go like you'd work your butt off all week. Of course. And then your one day off, dude. Like you just go tear it up. Because you go mm-hmm. tear it yeah, up. you just go tear it up. <laughs> right. That must have been insane. Right. Oh my god, I can't even imagine what that's like. Yeah. <sighs> they got a uh, Yas so Island, world's fastest roller coaster. Um, and then like, so you go tear up that theme park and then, <laughs> so it sounds like you went on the fastest. Oh, multiple, dude, yeah, and there, no lines. Really? Oh, yes. Yeah. Like you had this whole indoor crazy theme park and then like to yourself. That's what? Nice. Yeah. Dude, we need to go. Wait, wait why? I don't know. Um, I don't know. People huh. just weren't going. Probably just time of year. Okay. Yeah. Or maybe it's maybe. expensive. I mean, I feel like Abu well, Dhabi's yeah. a little bit underdeveloped for most majority of people. People right. who are rich enough to, are old enough that they don't go. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't I wasn't there, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, uh, this is uh do we even say the name of the podcast yet? The well, intro. well, it's it's the, intro. Yeah. the intro said the it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. maybe we should explain a little bit. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, why this seems it. like such um just crapshoot is because it is like we literally don't right this is the very first episode this is the very first episode we're just (laughs) kind of getting to know each other getting the vibe down right i got i became a part of this accidentally uh it's kind of funny it's it's actually kind of funny how this happened so i was watching shang chi which little teaser we're gonna be talking about that later in in the theater uh last friday and i heard a voice i'm like yo john and i'm like i turn around and it's miller it's me it's miller and then eventually we kept talking i'm like yo we're starting this podcast or whatever you want to come on and talk about some movies or whatever he's like yeah for sure. so and then i came in and coming in i expected it was going to be like maybe one microphone and like just a couple of guys talking turns mm-hmm. out still a couple of guys talking but we got a legit ass setup in here Got a sure. bunch of mics. Yeah. Got road diffusers. Yeah. Got a soundboard with awesome sounds. That's right. And this is right. cool. And now it, 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 uh, 
<laughs> yeah, that is a demonstration of the soundboard. Yeah, it's super duper cool. And so I was yeah. like, I need to get in on this. Mm-hmm. And now I am. Right. Yeah. Well, how have your guys' weeks been so far? Week first two weeks, I think yeah, it is, right? We're done. No more masks in class. <laughs> what? What? Oh, bro, did you guys not read these emails? We're, okay. 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 So no one's gonna say anything about it because they're not gonna. But in the email, it said we have to wear masks in class for the first two weeks. I thought they changed that though. Did they yeah. not? Yeah. That's not what I've seen. I've, I've read every email back to that, and I haven't seen anything. I thought it was something like that was the original plan, but like they changed it to where it's like until no, uh, told otherwise. Yeah, was my understanding. I, I, mean, I haven't worn my mask since Wednesday, and nobody said, said anything. anything. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah, no chance. I mean, I've I've worn it like on my chin because I tripped and cut my chin open, but right, that mm. was fun. So I was mm. like, just put it on right here. It's mm. a good to hide the, the flaws. Okay. <laughs> so How's college that? battle scars? A little bit, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I tripped over a pillow and hit my. Dang. Hit my chin on my chair. I have a college student. Honestly, yeah. I'd be so I, I, I'd be so mad. I'd just get furious if I did that to myself. Dude, don't even. Yeah. I just rage quit. <laughs> I just rage quit off of Apex Legends. So yes, I was already super duper mad. And yeah. then I tripped and hit my chin. I was ready to break something. It's just the little things when they just add up. Right. <laughs> You're just like this is not started. my week or not my day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I had a great week. I just cut my chin. That's all. Right. Tiring. Yeah. I, I had um, so I went to bed like super late last night. Okay. I had philosophy. 9 I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> oh. Did you not? No. I you sorry, little... the, the new two K came out, so I played. Oh. It home. I played it all night. Went to class. <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah. Miller has officially won up to you. Right. At, yeah. It's your, do, it's your floor now. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Inferior. It's <laughs> 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 uh, funny. <laughs> Okay, but you were saying... Yeah, well, no, so I I woke up, like, just not really having it, and then I get to philosophy at 9 a.m., which is way too early for philosophy. philosophy. Which one? Of human being. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Dr. Smiley. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah. I had his philosophy class over the summer. Really? It was Mm. incredibly hard. I did not have a good time. Oh, shoot. (laughs) I haven't got those vibes yet, but... Well, it's definitely different over the summer. I mean, they cram a semester of content into about three and a half weeks. Right. And, you know, I thought thought it was async, meaning I could just, like, do it all on Sunday. Mm -hmm. It was not. Mm -hmm. There was many due dates, and I was working, so I just couldn't submit stuff. Yeah, that's got to be terrible, like, cramming a semester into that amount of time. Like, I... Yeah. It's already hard as is. There's a lot of reading. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's just so vague, like... You know, there's no concrete Dude, stuff to, like, wrap your mind I, It's around. all interpretive answers. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it. I <laughs> not like it. Yeah. So I go to class, 9 a.m., and, like, the guest speaker that we have is so energetic, so lively. Mm. I'm like, man, my, you just need to turn, turn it, it down. down. Turn it down. Please. It's too early for this. <laughs> yeah. And with a lot, lot less sleep. Yeah. So that was, that was my day. Yeah. Dang. Well, I'm an English major. I guess we should say our... Talk about our majors, too, just so people know. But, like, right. I'm an English major, and so it's just reading, reading, reading. And guess what? More, More reading. reading. <laughs> so it's literally my bookshelf. You know how, yeah. like, in the dorm rooms, well, I don't know if this is if it's like this in the apartments, but in the dorm rooms, we have, like, a desk and then, like, a shelf that goes on top of it. Mm-hmm. And literally that entire shelf is just books on books on books oh, yeah. on books. Nice. Yeah, yeah, Miller, you've seen it. I've seen it. What are you reading right now? Right now we're reading a bunch of uh, short stories. 
Uh, we just finished a book called In Our Time by Ernest Hemingway, which is, I, uh, it was my second ever Ernest Hemingway book, and mm-hmm. I liked it. He's incredible. He, uh, I'm, I don't know a whole lot about Hemingway, but very, like, macho, right? Like, alpha oh, yeah. male? Yeah. Yes, yes, okay. very much so, very much so. Old Man in the Sea is the one that I read, my first Hemingway book, and I really liked it. It's one of my favorite books. Yeah. <laughs> Not just because I like fishing, for other reasons. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Fishing's fun. Right. You gotta go fish. Dude, yeah, we all need to just have a party, all of us. We Do just all fish? need to go party. Do you fish? I don't, but I take pictures of my buddies fishing. fishing? Like, hey, okay. yeah. <laughs> we can. It doesn't matter if you fish or fish or not. Walk, just have a good yeah. time. Who doesn't so. like chilling? Or you could. We could go float the river. It's a little cold. A little cold for it's. It's Is going it? to be a little cold for yeah. soon. I think we're done Man. with the heat. Fair enough. Maybe. So then, what's your major then? Poli sci. Poli sci. Yeah. Poli sci guy. <laughs> I've actually never met a guy with a poli sci major. Really? Yeah. All, all, everyone I know, it's all girls. Interesting. I have no idea why. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, majority of Carol's girls, though, too. So right. yeah, there's like that. Six, it's like 67, 33 or something. Yeah, something our like ratio that. Right now. Yeah. But, I mean, even, like, back home, like, friends from home mm. and stuff. Poli sci is crazy. I was thinking about switching to poli sci for a while. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah, it from, is fun. From what I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Poli sci is super interesting, but it's I mean. A crazy time to be in it. I know. Yeah, that's it's aggressive. Why, yeah. That's why it's fun. Yeah. That's why it's nuts. And so, I mean, I'm a pre-med major mm-hmm. and I'm getting a minor in history. So. Nice. Again, mm-hmm. kind of with the poli sci stuff, I've had Dr. Cash a lot. Yeah. So What's the thought there? Like why such a different minor? History keeps me grounded in reality because <laughs> yeah. i mean i love science but after a while right. it is a lot mm-hmm. i mean freshman year was foundations of ecology and diversity with lab gen chem with lab this year same thing yeah just with more advanced classes right and so it's crazy so i take the history classes to kind of ground myself and so i had my freshman seminar with Dr. Cash, and then I took another class with him, and then I was meeting with my advisor, and they were like, listen, if you take another history class uh, next next fall, and another one in the spring, then you just need to take like a cumulative class, and you will get like a history minor. Nice. All right, fair enough, I'll take, I'll <laughs> get a history minor, no problem. And so yeah, history's always super cool. Right, it's, Go, go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, history is history. Is, funny enough, is actually my favorite subject, even it though I'm not majoring best. or minoring in it. I just I love it because you know it's. I mean, there's a bunch of interesting stuff in it. Obviously, mm-hmm. I think you know we need it. It's important to push it because so we don't you know make the same mistakes. Right. That's the big thing. So well, in uh, my intro to comparative politics class, he incorporates a lot of history into his material, and mm-hmm. it's interesting because human. History seems to happen by like accident, mm-hmm. or so. as like a cause, as like an effect of a cause. Instead of yeah. men or whoever um, sitting down like we're going to do this, we're going to do that. It's like, well, no, actually, it's just like the printing press came around and then mm-hmm. humans adapted in this way, right? And now we have nations, you know. Yeah. And yeah. you just never, like, I never thought I've, of it yeah, like that before. One of my one of my favorite things is um, like human history is a history of war, yeah, mm. right? It's just. Right. Fighting for the bigger, bigger plot of land, crazy stuff like that, and but then we just got up to these big nations where we're not even fighting in combat anymore because our technology has gotten so advanced to any significant conflict, nuclear, and end everybody. Right. So it's just like now it's mm-hmm. just like 
political conflicts. We don't know what to do. <laughs> Maybe that's the better situation to be in, where it's economic warfare, right? Information warfare. Maybe I don't, I don't know. know. So far, I prefer to live back in the '80s than now. Yeah, sounds kind of miserable right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uber. I'm just kidding. We live in the best time in history. Are you serious? Uber Eats? Come on, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> this little thing in my, yeah. in my pocket. Netflix, yes. Hulu. Yeah, When's the last time you ran out of hot water in your shower? Never. Exactly. Never. When did that become a never thing? Never once. Yeah. I've never. The Wild. first time I've experienced a troubled shower was here. Really? Although, I take cold showers. That's, That's all right. I take. Where do you keep the bodies? <laughs> 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 Let's uh, move on now. <laughs> I don't know. They just wake me up. No, I get you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And nice. like the the showers in on our, on my dorm floor, some of them don't have like any hot water. Like, I've found two really? that work. And then there's, so it, there's two showers like adjacently across from each other that are perfectly accurate. You turn it down, it goes down. You turn it up, it goes up. Then there's there's two like in the back corner. One of them doesn't get hot. The other one doesn't get cold. Wild. It just keeps getting hot, and it's so miserable. The yeah. apartments are totally opposite. They can't get cold. Really? Yeah. I mean, I they that. can't get cold. Yeah. Like it's always hot. Yeah. Are you serious? Seriously. So I get I <laughs> get in for the first one, and it's hot, and I'm like, dang it! Like I kind of want a colder one. Okay. And so the the settings all the way to the left, and I'm like, oh, I'll just flip it. I flip it to the right, which is like the hot setting. So I scorch hotter. myself. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Turned That's into not fun. No. 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 Damn. Damn. That does suck. Yeah. That does. So me, me and John had a super interesting conversation about our favorite, about movies and stuff. So I just want to ask you, Asher, what is your favorite movie? Ooh. Gosh, good one. Dang. Favorite movie. I always have. Is it the Barbie movies? <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be the Barbie movies. Right. Yeah. Those ones are so good, so fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All okay. seriousness. All seriousness. <laughs> I mean, Dude. I'm just thinking. Like, I'm, th- I'm looking at you. I'm like, right. you're just screaming Barbie movies, man. Right. No, I get that for sure. Dude, so it's so frustrating because, like, I for sure have a favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And I have a whole list. But every mm-hmm. time I'm asked the question, my mind just goes, like, shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. Interstellar, just off the top of my head. The, well, what a choice. What dude, a choice. And honestly, it's not even from a sci-fi perspective. The it's relationship between him and his daughter, like, holy cow. Dude. Tears. Brings yeah. tears. Oh. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm cool with that answer. Like that, that is answer. a fantastic answer. That is. Cool. Fantastic answer. Absolutely excellent. It's, that movie just gives me chills just thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. And also, it's not um, too often you see Matt Damon, like, play the bad guy, right? No. That was actually one of the... The funny thing is, that's one of the gripes that that movie had. People were getting triggered that Matt Damon was, like, kind of playing him. Yeah. We kind of just... Well, actually, sorry. We just spoiled part of the movie uh, for Interstellar, so... If you haven't seen Interstellar... (laughs) Good good job, Asher. Good job. That's our spoiler alert. Good job. It's not a big spoiler, but it's a spoiler, so... Good job. But, I mean, if you haven't seen Interstellar at this point... Right. You're not going to watch it, so... Well, we might have just recommended it to someone, and then 10 seconds later, they got a minor <laughs> spoiler. Yeah. Uh, but, yes, yes, that, it is cool to see that. But yeah. uh, but people did get triggered at that. Yeah, it was kind of mm-hmm. weird. I, I uh, That's a good choice. I, it's definitely one of Nolan's best. I've seen majority of his, majority of his movies. I think Memento 
Have you ever heard of Memento, seen Memento? Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite. And Memento's. It's definitely a top three Nolan movie. Like, if you're looking mm-hmm. at him critically, I think, for yeah, best. Yeah. I think it was the second one ever. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a bad choice. Another thing that deserves attention from Interstellar is mm. the soundtrack. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The the score? Yeah. Yeah. That, that I mean, obviously, everything together is just gives me the chills. But, like, when I first think of Interstellar, I think of, honestly, I think of the cinematography and the right. score, and that immediately just starts giving me chills, and then I go deeper and deeper. Yeah. Characters, like, yeah. I saw I saw some stat, and I'm going to butcher it, but it was something along the lines of this. Is that... Spoiler button. Okay, so it, with that the black hole scene, when they're really flying right next to it, mm-hmm. it was like they made it so, like, accurate and, like, real that... To render it cost a million dollars per second. It was up. Jeez, something like that. That's insane. Crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dang. That's yeah, insane. And, mm-hmm. and I went million on the low side because I'm pretty sure it was ten when I heard it, but I That's can't nuts. remember quite. It was ridiculous. That well, scene though, like, yeah, just like there's like no music. Right. It's just like this. Oh my beautiful! Gosh. It's a beautiful, gorgeous scene. And if you haven't oh seen Interstellar, go go for it. Right. The, the, just the fact that there's no music makes it just right. uneasy. Well, it's one of the, it's one of the few <sighs> it's one of the few scenes in space movies when they really portray it. There, it's a space is a vacuum. So well, the right, sound waves right. really can't move, so there is no sound. Why right. too is it so emotional when he he says goodbye to gosh dang it the the AI. Uh, oh, oh, right the the rectangle thing, yeah. right? <laughs> La- Lars, Lars. Does that? Does that I think it's I Lars. I think so. In, but am I, am I to the that internet? No, it was sad. Yeah, yeah, because it was like the last contact he had. He sent uh, Anne Hathaway home. Right. It was just him, and you know they went on this big mission that was like, oh, it's Tars, not Lars. Tars, Tars, yeah. Lars, the brother law. And yeah. so yeah, so like at the end, it was like he had to go in to save the Earth. And he had, to, like, TARS was, like, the last thing that could ever communicate, like, back to the Earth from him right. to his daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, he was, like, holding on to that. It was the last piece of his daughter that was left. And then eventually craziness ensues that we won't talk about. Yeah, we don't want to do – we don't want to have any major, major spoilers because – We already have our this is, segment. This segment's for everyone, so. Right. We already have our yeah. movie segment. But, okay. Right. But I think now that we're on the topic of movies – and now would be a good time to jump into our Shang-Chi conversation. That's right. Miller and I sat down, talked about Shang-Chi, had a good time doing it. Yes, sir. Asher had some good comments as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we hope, you, we hope you enjoy. Yeah, and so now this is the official spoiler alert for Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. All right. All right. So... We start off this movie, and we see Wen Wu pulling up to the battlefield. And it's in Japanese or Asian, whichever language they're using at the time. And we see him, his army, facing off against another one. And we see him engage the Ten Rings. And it's super cool. And over the movie, they become super badass. But my first initial thought was, holy crap, they changed him. Right. Because back in the comics and in like lore and stuff, they're actual rings that go on your fingers and they're just like the infinity stones. Mm-hmm. And they have different like mystical, magical properties that give powers to whoever wears them. 
but it was super awesome nonetheless. Right. We get some great combat yeah. <laughs> right off the for bat. For sure. And kind of teases at things to come, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we see of, Wenwu charging in, right. flailing the Ten Rings about, just smacking away hundreds of arrows. I mean, what's great about this movie is we get some hardcore martial arts yeah. in the MCU. For in the sure. MCU, which we, we hadn't seen prior, right? I mean, No, I don't think so. No. I mean, obviously we've seen multiple fighting styles, but yeah. not hardcore like karate yeah yeah martial arts whatever whatever kind of fight combat they're using like asian combat sports it's super Mm -hmm. super cool to see Mm -hmm. in that Mm -hmm. um yeah so i liked it a lot and then while we're on the topic of this awesome combat we get this insane train scene or trolley scene in san francisco or it's not a train it's a bus (laughs) it's a separated bus it's like that bus with the weird rubber in the middle that you're like you think the bus is going to fall apart yeah it was it was nuts, and we see this awesome fight, and these guys come up to Shang Chi, and they're like, "Hey, man, give me your pendant," but like a lot more. Well, mysterious. wait, wait, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. Okay, let's do a little bit more context. I like where you're going, but let's get a little more context in here. So, yes, so as you mentioned, it shows in the beginning Wenwu with the Ten Rings, yeah, and then it shows the origin of Shang Chi, Shang Chi, and his sister. Oh, I guess. You're and right. yes, and uh, Wenwu's wife. Mm-hmm. Who he meets trying to um, find a sacred village. Yep. Then those two are born, and then it basically jumps to right after that. It jumps to present day, mm-hmm. and then we get yeah soon after the great train scene. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going to that. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, just no, want to no, talk about it because it's it's so great. It's yeah, so great. It start like right when we see Shang Chi, he wakes up in his little like living space. Basically, it's mm-hmm. super small, and he has like a garage door that. Leads into his apartment with the Warriors poster. Yes, dude. The, the oh my gosh, the Warriors! Such a good movie. Oh, I saw that amazing. and I was like freaking out. I'm like, yeah. oh my! <laughs> it's the it's the Warriors. Yeah. I love that so movie. Cool. And more dro- dropping Easter eggs and stuff everywhere. Yeah. But and we we cut to the scene. We see this badass BMW pull up and this guy <laughs> dripping with swag is yeah. out. And we're like, who's this guy? And it's just some random super rich guy and he right. throws his keys to find out that shang chi is just a valet and we get like this super cool music and stuff you're like oh yeah. oh like like shang chi's gonna be like this really cool yeah. like rich dude yeah. because in the past that's how all characters have shown up i mean right. of course you have tony stark but then you have like natasha romanoff pulling up in the corvette mm-hmm. and like everyone looking so sick and it's like oh he's just a valet and uh doc and dr strange too dr strange yeah his lamborghini right but uh yeah, and then we soon realize that nope, they just park cars for hotel. Park cars. <laughs> yeah, and then it's it's crazy too how fast they really jump into the plot. They really. I mean, of course, there's the, there's the kind of origin stuff, mm. but like even after that, like it's like it feels like two seconds, and then they're already at the train scene. Exactly. And stuff yep. goes crazy. We have brief like story and plot building with his best friend Katie that he's known um, for a long time since he's you know we'll get into it. Since, right. he's, since he left his compound, we'll get into it. Right. Yeah, and then they're, they're on their way to work, and then this awesome little bus scene happens. And we see Shang-Chi, just out of nowhere, we think he's this regular valet guy, nobody, mm-hmm. ends up beating the crap out of, I think, five guys. Four guys plus Razor Fist. Yeah, it's like, it's four or five guys plus Razor Fist. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree. I'd so, agree. Yeah. So it's super um, awesome combat. And for those of you who don't know, Razor Fist is a guy from a comic whose hands are literally cut off, and he has... Little swords for hands in the it's comics. I'm not. I'm not familiar with them. Yeah, in the comics, does he have are both of his hands? Yeah. Oh, in the, really? In the movie, he just had one, right. which makes more sense. Right. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was nuts. And he gets 
And his reveal is is very subtle and like mm-hmm. cool. He's just chilling like, in the background, waiting for his opportunity to strike. Right, because Shang takes out Shang Chi takes out all the kind of normal dudes with ease. With ease, no problem. Yeah, yeah. He does this awesome little fight pose. Yeah, he's such a poser. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he does a super cool fight pose, and we get this. Aw- at, he does this fight pose as they're entering a tunnel, and they get we get this awesome tracking shot of him more or less walking straight through the rest of these guys, throwing mm-hmm. them from left to right, knocking them out, throws one guy out of the bus. Mm-hmm. Super crazy. And then we have his fight with Razor Fist. And one thing I want to point out, too, that I loved was the location of this fight because it was really in a small, you know, it was in a bus, a very small area, space. Yeah. And they used the uh, setting very well for the fight, you know, swinging around the, the bars mm-hmm. and... Using them as weapons <laughs> when they get cut off. Yeah. Smashing them through the windows. Yeah. I love when movies use the environment well and sure. and effectively use it and that and that's what they were doing with this doing. It was yeah super cool yeah and then throughout this fight it's focused on shang chi and it's very easy to miss but it's actually not focused on shang chi it's focused on this little necklace pendant that he's wearing that he got from his mom and throughout this whole fight it's focusing on him we get this super awesome like slow-mo dodge scene where it floats up from his chest and eventually the fight progresses some more danger happens and we get this super awesome scene where the bus is about to come apart because it's split into two parts. and Because Razor Fist was, Razor Fist was swinging cutting, his, yeah, yeah. cutting and swinging through it. And we see Shang-Chi signals his best friend Katie to stop the bus, which will end up throwing this, like, slingshotting the back of the bus with Razor Fist in it away. And Shang-Chi does this awesome thing. He signals the bus to stop, does a super awesome, like, flip kick and pushes him back in the mm-hmm. back of the bus. But he spins towards the camera. And for a brief moment, you can see he doesn't have the necklace. It's, it's, it's easy to miss. It's very easy to miss. It's very, very easy to miss. It is easy to miss. And like you were kind of saying, he plans this with Katie, like, yo, I'm going to give you a signal. Yep. And then, yeah, you're going to swing the bus, so it breaks into two, mm-hmm. leaving Razor Fist behind. Yep, and getting away from the bad guy, saving the day. Right. Come to find out, that's not what happens. And then isn't the dude who with the who has the live stream that's, like, common? You know you know what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't he also in Spider-Man Homecoming? Yeah, is that the same guy? He's the, the... The guy that says do a flip? Yeah, the do a flip guy. The same guy, the right? The dog guy, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> super. I thought, that's what I thought. I'm like, dude, the voice sounds so familiar, yeah. and his haircut looks so similar. <laughs> I'm like, that has to be him. Yeah, super funny. But um, yeah, but so yeah, and then pretty much right after that, he gets a letter. He well, he's, he's had this had letter, letter for a while. Done it. Um, that has this address on it. Yeah, Chinese, uh, Japanese Chi- script, whatever. Saying go right, here. And go here. He realized that he's lost his pendant, and he knows that. Oh my god, my sister has the right. other one. If they came for mine, if they. They came for mine. They're coming for hers if they haven't gotten it already. So he assumed this letter is from her, and he goes to Macau to meet his sister. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to figure out where his sister is, trying to say, like, who, like, where is everybody? And he comes to find out that his sister is running this underground fighting ring empire. So cool. It was amazing. The so The music cool. was awesome. The atmosphere was awesome. We yeah. get this super cool tracking shot of yeah. this awesome, like, main event ring with chains around it and we see wong from doctor strange and abomination from the incredible hulk fighting mm-hmm. which is a super cool sequence right because up until this movie marvel had been pushing the incredible hulk movie to the side yeah. they're like anything that's in this movie we don't really yeah. want to associate with it, yeah it, it has to be canon but not necessarily because they ended the up critical the response was not very high yeah. and they switched Holt, they switched the actor for Holt, uh, yeah. Bruce Banner. Yeah. And so they, they really mentioned... Who, who'd they switch? 
They they had Edward Norton uh, as the Hulk. Really? Yeah. 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 The guy from The Machinist. Yeah. And uh, Fight Club. Yeah, and Fight Club. They had Ed Norton, and then they switched to Mark Ruffalo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. there was something Which, about it. I don't know about you, but I like Mark Ruffalo more than Edward Norton. I've come to like Mark Ruffalo more, but, you know, previously it was Edward Norton or Eric Bana. With that old, like, right. as the green screen wall, green Hulk. And well, I, liked. I, I don't want to get off too much in a tangent, but you you know that The Incredible Hulk was a soft sequel to... It was. But, but yeah, that's for that's a conversation for, for another, another day. Time. We got to get yeah, gotta keep back going, to this. So but uh, After we see Wong and Abomination doing this super cool fight, it transitions back to them walking through, and we see these undercard fights, and they're fighting in, like, cut-in-half shipping containers with, like, plexiglass windows. And we see a couple different people fighting. We see, like, three or four karate black belts fighting, one sumo wrestler getting tossed around. And then we see something super interesting. Show us what... Tell us what they... Tell us what you saw. Oh, yeah. So, we... (laughs) Give me a nod there. I'm like, (laughs) what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? So, we see what we think is a black widow Mm -hmm. fighting a extremist. That's how you say it, right? Extremis. Extremis, gosh. Yeah. Gosh darn it. Extremis. Yeah. <sighs> Extremis, which the Extremis uh, you saw in uh, uh, Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the Black Widows you saw in, in Black Widow, movie, yeah. and the then, origin movie. Yep. Or and not origin know, movie, but yeah. Black Widow movie. So we see for certain this Extremis fighter. There's Correct. this guy he's fighting in his, like, glowing orange skin, which is indignant of in, or indignant. I can't speak. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Right. Of the extremist people, uh, which is super duper cool. We're like, oh, they're still around. And it's cool because that extremist thing was hiding behind the fake Mandarin, Trevor Slattery, under AIM. So that's kind of bringing these together. And then we see this girl all in black fighting. And come to find out she is the same actress who was one of the Black Widows who was saved in the Black Widow movie. So we're like, oh, it's got to be a Black Widow fighting. So yeah. Then basically what happens is Shang is told that he is being put into a fight mm-hmm. with he and he, the person he's fighting is not revealed till he's, he's actually in the ring. Yep, and it turns out to be a sister. Yeah, nice. Quite it was quite a subtle reveal in all honesty, but yeah, I liked cool. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, it was cool because they were like our esteemed owner, and then she comes in and fights and. You know, Shang Chi definitely isn't trying to beat her because his sister. He's just trying to like no. talk throughout the fight, but she she beats crap out. Yeah, of her, she's I don't be subtle. Yeah, she's not messing around. She dominated him. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you have to take the other side. Granted, he wasn't trying to hurt her, but I mean, right. There was a couple times when he like like not lost his temper, but like was countering, and she would just like flip him. And I like the comment by Katie, right? That's Aquafina's mm-hmm. character, yeah, Katie, Aquafina. where she's like, "Why'd you take your shirt off or whatever?" Because <laughs> kind of making fun of all the other fight scenes from other movies yeah. where people would just take their shirts off for no apparent reason. Yeah. And he's Gotta like, fight good, look good. Yeah. That's right. And you, any, and, uh, Simu Liu is definitely, uh, yoked. So, yeah. Oh, big time. So after they conclude this fight, Zhai Ling has beaten him and he yields or she doesn't beat the crap out of him. And they go back to her office to talk and he brings up the letter and she's like, I didn't send you a letter. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. And all of a sudden, Boom! The Ten Rings forces, uh, Ten Rings forces drop in, and start assaulting her underground fight ring. Yeah, start attacking yeah. it. Yeah, and we get this super awesome little sequence where Zhai Ling and her associate actually leave a hidden door, leaving Katie and her brother behind. And so Shang Chi and Katie have to escape, and Shang Chi can't protect Katie from all these forces, so they have to they have to leave. So right. 
they run out the window, and there's this awesome, awesome fight sequence on the scaffolding. Anxiety. Oh, my God. They're like 50, at least 50 stories up in this massive so, building in Macau. Oh, my gosh. And they're, they're just fighting. He's like, just he's just like, just climb away, climb away. And Katie's like slowly, like awkwardly making her way, shimmying across the scaffolding while mm-hmm. Shang-Chi's beating the crap out of these guys. Yeah. Doing flips on the bars and using little like planks of wood as like teeter-totters and like flipping them over and throwing numerous guys off. I am so glad that they neglected to use the shaky cam. <laughs> it was nice. It was nice. Because like after like the Bourne movies, that's all it was for yeah. like it was action. Annoying. I want to see the fight. I don't want to yeah. see like blurs of the fight. I want to see... Punches connecting or and almost connecting. There's multiple points in this film, like what we're talking about now with when they're fighting outside the building, where like you could totally see a movie doing that. Mm-hmm. But thank thank gosh that they didn't. Yeah. Yep. And so they're doing this awesome fight scene and shang is losing and it's like all hope is lost. He's about to lose. He's about to die and fall to his death and eventually Katie too. And then Zhai Ling comes to the rescue and saves him and brother and sister fight off and thwart these defenses yeah. like they're not even there. Uh, it was... I would call it clever the way they, again, like I was talking about with the bus thing, how they're using their environment, yep. and this was another example of that. Cool. Again, anxiety mm-hmm. with how high they were up there. That was super cool. And then come to find there's one more, like, boss battle that comes in, I guess, and it's Death Dealer, and who is the guy who incidentally trained both children. And so this guy's got a super cool outfit with, like, a skeleton mask. He's super right. cool. And so he just this badass fighter. And Shang-Chi, these guys are both master fighters. And so as you said earlier, you were kind of upset that it was a shorter fight. Yeah. And I was happy about it. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. these guys are both masters of their craft, and so they take the smallest opening possible to win. And mm-hmm. Shang-Chi did, and he was about to kill him. And so it was super-duper cool. Yeah, I I love fight scenes like that. Like, the other one that's very similar is... Have you seen Skyfall? I have seen Skyfall. You know what I'm talking about I then. The, the silhouette fight in mm-hmm. in Skyfall this didn't have so much to do with silhouettes because there was really only this one main shot where it was yeah. their true, like, shadow silhouettes. Mm-hmm. But it had that same yep. vibe, obviously. And I love that. And I love those those two scenes, and I wish I saw more of them. But I understand your point, too, um, with shortening it, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think it, for me, it was my favorite fight mm-hmm. of the of the movie. Super cool, yeah. Yeah. So Shang-Chi is on top of Death Dealer. He's got this knife, like, cocked back, ready to kill him. And he pauses for a second. He's like, I can't kill this guy. Like, I've known this guy my whole life. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, no, I have to. He tried to kill me. And so he cocks back, ready to stab him, brings his arm up, and all of a sudden, you hear the ten rings. <laughs> stopping his arm from shooting it, or from killing him, and find out, oh my god, there's Wen Wu, wielding the ten rings, stopping his son from killing someone. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh. Right, a very tense moment. Yeah, very Because you, as an audience member, you were pretty much dead set that he was going to do it. Oh, for sure. You're like, he's waiting, but he's definitely going to kill him. Like, right. This is a character. This is an expendable character. Mm-hmm. That he's, I got to imagine, hated growing up. I got to imagine. Mm, for sure. Um, just because of the way he trained yeah. Shang. So. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. He's like, I've known this guy. This guy caused me so much pain and anguish. You're right. Dead. And then, and that's when we lose all hope of them maybe escaping. Mm-hmm. They get taken in their dad's compound, the Ten Rings compound in the mountains um, in China. Mm-hmm. And it's actually kind of a wholesome moment. Yeah, I thought it was going to be whack and in like a super tense situation, but it was kind of a wholesome moment. Their dad was like, "My son is home," because come to find out, he actually ran away. Yeah, I was expecting to be more mad as well and kind of a little furious, but yeah. but we'll see that later. <laughs> right, that's true. Yeah. One thing I want to point out too is 
the CGI overall in this movie is really good. Excellent. However, I don't. There were some parts in the compound, like the overhead shots, that I kind of found a little iffy. I don't know about you. Yeah, they were cool but unnecessary. They were cool, and I felt like they maybe could use a little bit more practical effects or kind of clean up the CGI, CGI more. Because there was examples of it, like I was saying later on in the movie, and even before what we're talking about now, where it was done really well. Yeah. So they're at the compound, and this can only mean one thing. Uh, when Wu has both their pendants. And so they're like angry with him, even though he's shown nothing but compassion since they've been there. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, they start talking about their mother. And he's like, I've heard your mother. She's calling to me. She's not dead. She's being trapped by her village, which is the village that he was trying to get into. And she thwarted him. Then they fell in love. So he takes their pendants and puts them on a statue of a dragon. And this really weird scene where like water explodes from all angles. And it's like frozen in midair. And it's really weird. And then it all drops to the ground and kind of just bubbles up a little bit. And you see this map is revealed of how to get to her village. And and that's that's an example of the good CGI that's it in this great. that's it's in this crazy. film. And so they talk they talk more chit chat and then one Wu's like, I need you guys to help me come get your mother. And they decline, which makes one Wu furious. Just super duper angry. And so he imprisons them. And then we hear this like ominous like banging sound in the background and they go explore their little prison and come to find out, ta-da, Trevor Slattery. Yeah. Previously the man right, previously right, imprisoned right. for faking. Oh my gosh. Right. And I love the line too where Wenwu was talking about how like people have used his, his name. His name, right? And he said one person or whatever uh, said they were the Mandarin, mm-hmm. which was him. And I thought that was kind of funny because he was mm-hmm. like, the yeah. name for an orange yeah. or something it's like that. A name for a, an orange chicken dish. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's funny. In the comics, Wen Wu's character is the Mandarin. Not two wheels of ten rings. But but Wen Wu kind of scoffs at, he does scoff at, at that it. name, which is funny. Yeah. yeah, it's super funny. Yeah. So eventually they break out of this prison to get to Talo before their dad. Because this gate is only going to open and is going to open in three days. To the Tre- sacred village. Yeah, to the sacred village. And yeah. Trevor... When we see him, he has this weird-looking dog thing. It's super fast, super pumped. It has four legs, but it also has four wings, like a bird. And we're like, what the crap? doesn't have eyes. Nope. And so it's funny because they see, what the hell is that? And Trevor's like, you can see that? Because <laughs> he's been going crazy, being stuck in this jail. Um, mm-hmm. And so super funny. So they get to the village. This animal leads them to the village with a super cool driving sequence, mm-hmm. trying es- escaping this moving jungle. In all honesty... That is a, this is a gripe for me is I, I wish there was less driving. Like it seemed like that's, that was the only purpose for Katie's character though, <laughs> for her to drive. Yeah. But like, it felt like they were, <sighs> it was unnecessary. Yeah. It was unnecessary. <laughs> and it felt like they could have done other things to make it more interesting getting to the, the village. Like I know they were trying to make mm-hmm. it tense with like, obviously the, the forest closing behind them and stuff, yeah. but I don't know. I just didn't get that. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. But they make it. They get through the jungle, or the forest, the bamboo forest, and they're driving slowly through to their village, and they're seeing all sorts of Chinese mythical creatures, and it's a super awesome image. Again, more good CGI. Great CGI. I mean, excellent. It's it's yes. That's a, that's yeah. yes. I would agree. It yep. was almost real, like yep. very hard to distinguish. Yep. And so they get to the village, and they aren't welcomed too friendly at the beginning. But then they get out of the car 
and Shang-Chi and Xiaoling's aunt, the sister of their mother, is there. And they're like, oh my god. And so they embrace, and she hugs Shang-Chi, puts her hands on his face and goes, you look just like her. It's like, oh, but my heart is such a wholesome moment. Yep. And then they tell them their dad is coming to get there to, to, to save their mother. And they're like, she's dead. Yeah. It's like, so what? He's like, well, there's this big monster over here that calls out to people. Right. Who wield the Ten Rings. It's tricking Wen Wu. Yeah, it's tricking Wen Wu. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my God, we got to get ready to defend. Mind you, three days. Like, one, like two and a half now that they've gotten to the village. And so... We get this cool little training, happy sequence. We see Katie learning a bow mm-hmm. and arrow. We see Xiling using an awesome rope dart. It, it's stuff that you'd see in uh, it, that's been shown in other Marvel yeah. movies, but it's Super always welcome. Cool. It's all, like, yeah, always. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But then the coolest moment: Shang Chi learns a combat from his mom or from his aunt. Right. That was awesome. It was odd, and it was odd in the beginning too. Seeing uh, action be so peaceful. I know. It, it was just odd. But it was, was effective and mm-hmm, it worked. Yeah. You know, right. this furious fighter who has lived for thousands of years mm-hmm. honing his skills. And then there's just this peaceful lady just toying with him, you know, and then he gets serious and she's like, okay, I need to beat you up. It's literally like light side, dark side, Star Wars stuff. It is exactly <laughs> light side, dark side, Star Wars. Peaceful uh, versus angry. Yeah. Great. Right. Right. Yeah. And so we progress a couple of days and the forces are coming to the gate. Shang-Chi gets his comic accurate suit. How cool. His outfit looked amazing. And I think now we should just talk about and just rave about how great the costume design was. It was the, uh, throughout the movie was great. Everybody's, it was right. awesome. Who who was the guy, I, I forgot again, who's the guy that Shang-Chi fights in the building, the underground fight ring? What's his name that trained him? Death Dealer. That is my favorite costume, I he think. He looked super duper cool. Yeah. yeah. What sure. about you? Do you have a favorite? Of the, of the movie? Yeah, I'm trying to... Mm, I'm just going to go with Shang-Chi. I'm going to uh, be Dude, that's, I, that's totally... That, yeah, that's totally justifiable, dude. That's super cool. But yeah, and it's... Come to find out, it's made of dragon scales because they imprisoned this being behind this wall of dragon scales. And the being that did it was the Great Protector, like the which is a mythical dragon, but like almost like a snake with the head of a dragon in mm-hmm. Japanese and Chinese mythological history. And so he granted them the weapons to defeat it, which are dragon scales. So they have staffs embroidered with them. They have arrows and all that stuff. And all their weapons are embroidered with dragon scales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the reveal of the Great Protector is amazing. It was awesome. We get this super awesome fight scene at the beginning. Both forces kind of line up. The mm-hmm. Talo defenders versus Wenwu and his Ten Ring forces. And there's a super cool combat. And eventually they come to lose. Or not lose, but losing. Right. And so Shang-Chi goes to fight his dad. And they have this little one-on-one scene when he's, like, kneeling beside her, uh, his wife's... Uh, I can't think of the word. Shrine? Or shrine, or yes. Yeah, the shrine, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, along with others from Talo who have died, but right. his to his wife. And they have this fight scene. Super cool. And when and Shang-Chi and Wen-Wu are kind of trading trading blows. They're fighting. And Wen-Wu gets pissed. Mm-hmm. And throws him into this massive lake in between. He's, he's basically just like, all right, I'm done with he's this. Like, he's like, get out of my way. I got to save your mom. I don't care if it kills you. This is my wife. This is my best friend. As much as I love you, I love her tenfold. And so he uses this awesome little bounding scene where he like shoots the ten rings into the ground, it, propelling himself upward and across this lake. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that scene in particular really showed you truly how powerful 
Wenwu is with yeah. those ten rings because he was just like, I am so done with this. Yep. I'm gonna pummel you. He's just like, bye. Let me get out of here. And so he's over there and he's starting to bust down this wall. We cut back to Shang Chi being peaceful. And we see air, like air bubbling up from the water in this super super cool sequence where super cool sequence where the water okay. is like willed into his body. You can see it kind of like cusp around his nose and his mouth, and then right. goes in. and He's like, "Oh, I'm alive again." And we see the great protector emerge in like the murky kind of deep of the water, just this like gray looking dragon serpent. So good. That scene is so good. So peaceful, so well executed. And I don't know about you, but I think the best use of the CGI and probably the best CGI is with that great protector. For sure. The great protector plus, which we're going to talk about in like 10 seconds, like the minions of the... Dark Dweller. Dark Dweller, right. Yeah. Yep. And so Shang-Chi rides the great protector out of the water. The great protector drops him off by his dad and goes back to help out the other people. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, when Wu has been punching this wall with the Ten Rings, breaking it slowly, piece by piece, and we see these little minions coming out, these little, like, almost like pterodactyls with Quite terrifying, actually. Yes, quite terrifying. And they come down, and they don't just, like, eat people. They literally suck their souls. Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. You're taking this person's soul out? I know. They take them, and they hold it like a little ball, and they feed it to the Dark Driller, making it more powerful to get out. It's kind of terrifying, actually. Terrifying. It's not even. It's not gruesome. It's, no, but it's terrifying. You just see they're like hung up. Yeah, and then they die. They yeah. fall limp. It's like what? What's going they, on? And the bodies just fall limp, yeah. and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And so eventually, the forces realize, hey, we need to unite to stop these guys. And they're like, nah, will or sorry, um, Razorfish is like, nah, we'll stop them. You guys do your thing. You go. They're like, your weapons like won't work because mm-hmm. they just have normal, like magical steel or whatever. It's embroidered, but. And they're like, nah, we got this. And Razorfist starts swiping crazily at this one that's right in front of him. And he's going through and, and cutting it. And then it just kind of resorbs itself back together. And he does it like six or seven times to slice it together. And then we see Death Dealer get captured by one. Picks him up, sucks his soul out. And they're like, okay, you can help. <laughs> yeah. I, I like love and hate that. Because like I wanted to see like a better ending for him. Okay. But like it was... It also just emphasized how powerful, powerful these, things, these things are. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it was super creepy. And so they get all new weapons with dragon scales and they proceed to fight off these demons, these demon things for as long as they can. But then we get the climactic battle with Shang-Chi and Wenwu. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? <sighs> yeah. So basically it's it's part two, essentially, of, of their fight. Um, are you laughing at the time? Yeah, we've been talking for like 34 minutes. Hey, hey, we're just vibing. So let's. Yeah, we're vibing. We'll so we're d- we're just having a good time we'll keep here. Keep it going. <laughs> Asher's being amused by us. Yeah, is amused by us, and yeah, we're just having a good time. So yeah, they fight for a second time at the mm-hmm. gate where yes. the Dark Dweller is still behind mm-hmm. the yeah. gate, and it essentially culminates in Wenwu giving up the rings. To, I, I wouldn't say that. He he. Well, yeah, because remember, remember, his soul is getting sucked out oh, by the yeah, dark yeah, dweller, yeah, and yeah. he ends up giving up, giving yeah, up the yeah, rings. Yeah, but there's great action, of course, yeah, yeah, in that battle middle, itself. I mean, Shang Chi is still angry, and he, he hasn't gets, learned. He gets half the rings. Yeah, yeah. So Shang Chi lands and is still fighting his dad angrily and getting beaten back, and then Shang Chi's like, "Shit, like I, I can't stop him like this." So then he uses his mother's right. combat and becomes peaceful. Opens his hand, opens his fists right. into like open palms, and when Wu attacks him, and he does this super cool movement and then ends up 
he uses using five of the ten rings. He's taking them, and they turn from this ominous blue to gold. And it's like, oh, he's being Shows triumphant. the shift in power. He's becoming the one. Shift yeah. in ownership. Yep, and so there's a super awesome scene where Wenwu is just furiously slashing, and Shang-Chi is very peaceful, just deflecting mm-hmm. attacks, striking mi- minorly when he can. And, and, and just the fact that he is that fighting technique and uh, and Shang-Chi in that fight sequence is so calm, yes. it just makes him look more powerful. Exactly. You know? Yep. Look stronger. he gets all ten rings, and he balls them up into the super awesome, like, Dragon Ball Z power shot, Super Saiyan power shot, and mm-hmm. shoots his dad with him. He eats that like a champ, though. Yeah. Takes it like nothing. And... Then the Dark Dweller emerges because he's done enough damage and he's been powerful enough from his demons. Mm-hmm. And he comes out and sucks up his dad. He kills Wenwu. Mm-hmm. And Wenwu is like, I love you, son. Grant gives him the last of the five ten rings and he died. And it's actually super sad to see that he's like, oh, shoot, I was wrong. It is. I thought it was going to be my wife behind this. Turns out this is this massive demon thing. I just killed him. And they have his, they have hit the sequence where this, the scene where his soul is being taken out. Ha, they have it last longer than a lot of the other ones. Well, because he's powerful. Right, he's powerful. But, and I think that also, but it also is justifiable as it like aids the emotion of, sure. of the scene. For sure. Adds to it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And so the Dark Dweller proceeds to go attack. And they're going to do nothing against it. The only hope is the Great Protector, who has still just kind of been minding his business, eating up these little demons, mm-hmm. like their little snacks. And so, like his father, Shang-Chi does the awesome bounding jump, launches himself over to the fight. And we get a little more cool combat with him fighting with everybody. Mm-hmm. And then he and Zhai Ling and the Great Protector try and go and fight the Dark Dweller as he's getting closer. That's right. They end up riding the Great Protector. Great Protector, that's right. That's they right. ride it. Yeah, they write it. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. And we get to see more of the great detail in the mm-hmm. in the in the dragon. Yeah, the great protector. Yep. And the great protector is um, great protector's winning. Mm-hmm. He's getting them good. He does this super cool sequence where he like knocks a dark dweller into the water and then starts swimming around really fast, flying around to get the water to come up to like, I don't know what he was planning to trap it in like this water and drown it or something. Right. Wasn't I'm pretty sure the water was like, the water itself was attacking the. Yeah, dark dweller, wasn't yeah. it? I think I maybe. I think I can't. Remember. I think you're right. I can't. Remember. It's it's been a week since yeah, we've seen this. So the fact that you Miller can remember this much is pretty impressive. Like I remember most of the stuff you're talking about, but you got some detail. good detail yeah. stuff in there. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. yeah. But um, yeah. And so he's just about to win, and then of course one more little minion comes in with one more soul, drops it in his mouth. He gets just enough power to be able to escape, and he grabs onto the great protector, and he's holding him, and he starts to suck out the soul. Again, Again, horrifying. Yes, of their main weapon. They're right. useless without him. Right. Like, can you imagine if the two biggest enemies got the power of the other one? It's like, oh my gosh. Shang-Chi needed, yeah. and everyone needed yeah. the Great Protector. Yep, and we come back, and we cut back to the fight real quick, and we see he's trying to suck his soul, and cut back to them. And meanwhile, Xiling and Shang-Chi are still riding <laughs> the Great Protector while he's being, like, his getting soul sucked. And he, um, his sister falls and slips. And he catches her. And she's like, you need to let me go. You need to go save me. And he goes, in a super wholesome moment, I'm not leaving you again. And they just kind of prepare to die. And then I forget what happened. Oh, Katie. No, it's Katie. Yeah, that's Katie. Katie that shows Katie. up with. So, yes. yeah, Katie in the training sequence was shown shooting a bow and arrow. She was shooting fairly good. Better than me. Better for, than a lot of us. For her first time, for yeah. For one day of training, but not 
pinpoint accurate no. every single no. time. Not good enough to do what she just no. did. What she and does. like, yeah, so basically what happens, right, is she ends up to stop the dweller from, the dark dweller from sucking the soul of the great protector. Mm-hmm. She ends up shooting an arrow into his throat. Yeah, and it just goes right through, in and out. And meanwhile, this thing is towering. It's so towering. this arrow is like nothing. It's like it's like a staple. It's High nothing. up. High up, Huge. so like it's a really hard shot. It's a crazy shot, and yeah. she's had like we can only imagine like several hours, only several hours, yeah. several hours of practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and she gets lucky, oh, nails big it big time, and just stuns it enough for the great protector to wiggle out right. and get his soul. His soul was like 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 in his mouth, like leaving, and it goes like, and sucks back in. He gets revitalized, and they fly away, and they start fighting him again, and so they're fighting him, stunning him, fighting him. And Shang-Chi uses the Ten Rings and does a super awesome power shot. But instead of just, like, hitting him, he throws the Ten Rings into his mouth, into the Dark Dweller's mouth. And so the Dark Dweller swallows him. Yeah, he swallows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he shot the Ten Rings with his, like, Asher's like, saying. hold up. Yeah. He, like, what? powered it up back here, like, Dragon Ball Z, and then shot it in. And so then the Great Protector starts, like, Swelling the water up, and Shang-Chi gets high, and eventually gets, like, thwipped up in the air. And so we get this super awesome little scene where he's doing, like, forms, like you see in Taekwondo and karate tournaments. But while he's, like, spinning and flying down through the air, and you see the power, like, building of the Ten Rings, you see, like, in the Dark Dweller's stomach start to glow, and it's a super powerful scene of the Great Protector, like, circling, Shang-Chi falling, and the Dark Dweller, like, turning gold. Yeah. Or whatever. Like getting away. Right. And then right. he does his power move and like activates it and explodes the Dark Dweller from within. Mm-hmm. It was super yeah. cool. It was it right. was it was crazy. And that's that is the end of the battle. Yeah, that's it. I can't remember what happens after that. Oh, they, they go back to it's it's actually really quick after yeah. like um there's it no really a cut to black. Right. Like they're, they they're, say we're saved and they cut back to the But like there's no big resolve or anything with the village really. No. Yeah. Yeah, it just kind of goes back to when they're in San Francisco, right? Yeah. Um, no. Oh, what am I, I, I just remember. No, no, no. So, uh, Shang-Chi lands on the Great Protector, and he swims him over super cool, like, to right. the village. And then they honor all their fallen. And they, they put the, the... That's right. The fire lanterns into the river, and the Great Protector, like, swims around them, honoring them, yep. sending them to the next life or whatever. It's, it's very... It's very disturbing. What's up? <laughs> just get closer. Hmm? Hey, nope. My bad. It's very disturbing to think about. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah, just speak it. Yeah, speak in the mic. Yeah. Okay. It's very uh, disturbing to think about where the souls go that got swallowed by. They're just dead. Yeah. Yeah, they're just, they're gone. I think. Just, yeah, but that's I Oh, right. That's well, what I'm saying. that's a great thought. I didn't even think about that. Like, because he ate them and used them for power. Right. But did he, like, store them inside of him? To, like, power him up, or did he, like, completely destroy them to increase his strength? And then when he gets exploded, we don't know. That, I I like the idea that the souls were freed. I like that idea. Because when it was a magnificent explosion. Right. It was. That being said, the ten rings were glowing inside, so. That's also true. <laughs> That's yeah. also true. The ten rings are, like, very brightly glowing. So, but yeah, I do like your theory. That's a great idea. Yeah, and I'll so think about that for a while. Right. <laughs> so like you like we were saying, they honor yeah, the yeah. dead. They honor the dead and then we kinda cut back to Which was wholesome yeah. and sweet and yeah. we cut back and find Shang-Chi yeah. and Katie are like dating. 
now, and they're out. They're out at dinner with their friends, and Wong, and they're telling this preposterous story that they don't believe that her friends obviously don't believe is true. And then Wong comes in with this sling ring portal, and he goes, "Shang Chi, is there Shang Chi here?" And he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> and they're like, "Who's who are you with?" He goes, "This is Katie." He goes, "Oh, she needs to come too," and they go with Wong, and the movie ends. I like when they're. I like. I want to point out. I like when they're talking because they talked to this couple friends, earlier yeah. in the movie. Yeah, and she told them to grow up. Right. Yeah. And I love how with the conversation they start on. I can't remember which the if it's ending. the girl or the boy when they're. I'm sorry, talking about when they're starting the conversation yeah. about their their journey. Yeah. Uh, how they start on the other couple. And just oh, yeah. see their like, kind of like their they're what? Like, what are you like, talking about? Kind of like, face. You're t- you're like 29. You don't make up stories like this anymore. Yeah, because yeah. they don't actually show Shang Chi, Shang Chi or Katie to like the end till the, the end story. of the conversation, and you yeah. can just, and they just keep switching back and forth between the normal couple's faces, and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, what? They, they finish the story, and then she's like, "This is." She gets all mad. You're like, "This is not what I said." What am I for you to grow up? And you, they cuts back to them, and they're like, they're like have these shocked faces, like, "What's going on behind you?" And they're like, we, no, this really yeah, happened. Yeah, and then we eventually, and we can hear the sling ring and portal in the background. And then we finally cut and we see Wong coming out in the portal forming. And then she's like, what, what? Turns around and she's like, oh, maybe. <laughs> she's like, what? Like, you were telling the truth? Mm-hmm. She doesn't actually say it, but no, you can it, her see face. it on her face. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to right. <laughs> and everyone in the bar is like looking, What's they're like, on? who are you? Like, what? Yeah, they're like, who are you? And yeah. then they, then he says Shang-Chi and they're like, who are you? Like, we know Wong. Who are you, Shang-Chi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then they go with him, and it ends. Yep. Really and then cool. post-credit scenes happen. We've gone over time. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's yeah, just keep going. Yeah, we're going to keep going. <laughs> we're, we're over time. Whatever. Who cares? Um, we'll so, make a segment out right. of this. So you have a theory <laughs> I do have on a the first theory. one. For all those casual viewers, I, I side with more of the casual Marvel fan. I don't know okay. much about the comics, so Miller over here... He's going to go ham with his – shorten right. it up, of course, but yeah, you can yeah, tell yeah. him your, your theory. So I'll, st- I'll start off with with one – not the one I told you. I'll start off with this one. So we see Wong analyzing the Ten Rings, and there's like – they zoom in, and there's like, oh, my God, there's like a beacon. It's signaling something. And the camera pans around, and on hologram FaceTime, like we saw in Endgame and Infinity War, we see Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, and Bruce Banner uh, or Hulk. And they're talking, and – Hulk says, well, they're, de- they're not made of vibranium, so they're not of Earth. And Captain Marvel says, well, they're, they're not alien. They're not signaling anything alien. And she is like the Marvel alien expert, so she's like, yeah, they're not here. And so they're like, well, you don't know what it could possibly be sing- signaling, which leads me to believe it's interdimensional. And we've already been establishing some crazy stuff like this. If you watch Loki, you know what I'm talking about. If not, watch Loki. It's on Disney+. Plus and... We're getting some crazy interdimensional stuff about to come in the MCU. And if you don't want to or can't watch Loki, it's all good because Marvel claims, and I hope they're right, that you don't have to watch the mm. TV shows for it to make sense, which I really yes. hope so because I don't like when, yeah. you know, com- like uh, movie companies and companies like say you have TV to show. spend more money to watch this so the other yes. movies can make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we have this. We already have this multi-dimensional, multi-universe thing in the air. So I think, well, who is like our multi-dimensional experts? They just killed an interdimensional being with these interdimensional ancient rings. Who could it be signaling? The experts? Fantastic Four. 
I think okay. Reed Richards, Sue Storm, Johnny Storm, I think they're sending, I think they're signaling them. All right. And, you know, we got, there's thoughts that in Spider-Man Far From Home, they were like a theory, but there's been like nothing about Fantastic Four except from the Marvel reveal that they're going to do it. Right. <laughs> so we right. don't know anything there. So, And then the theory that I think is more plausible that you don't think is plausible. Oh, well, this is complete spoiler, so we're going to have oh, to cut yeah. this out. In the second one, it, well, I think earlier, right, it's revealed that um, Shang-Chi's sister is going to clean up the yes. mess. Yeah, yeah, earlier, yeah. I think it's At revealed. At the very end, yeah, right. Shang-Chi sends Jai Ling to go clean up the Ten Rings compound and, like, take it down. But she does the exact opposite. Exactly. She's deciding to build the Empire up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she uses her fight ring as well as the Ten Rings. With some cool music mm-hmm. from the soundtrack in the back. Yep. And then it ends. Yeah, I like that. We get the same tracking shot that we got when we first saw the compound when they were there, and we saw all the men training. But then this time it pans out, and we see guys and girls fighting because the girls weren't allowed to fight at right. the time when she was just a kid. Very good stuff. So yeah, Very super cool. cool ends. Awesome, awesome, awesome movie. I highly suggest everybody goes and watches it. Well, uh, they better have watched it if they're listening yeah. to this. <laughs> yeah, well. Otherwise, Maybe um, we enticed you more. if you haven't realized yet, we just spoiled the entire movie yeah. for you if you have not seen <laughs> yeah. it yet. We yeah. are sorry, but you we put up a spoiler warning and you should have realized it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate uh, the listen. This is our first ever segment here yeah. on Big Sky Small World. Yep. Um, it was great. It was supposed I'm, to be about 20 I'm, minutes. I'm staring at Asher waiting for him to hit the applause. Right. That's not it. <laughs> Oh, you laughed at yourself. Hey, it's our first one. It's our right? first time. Relax, he, he, relax. He, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Nope. There we go. See? He, we're all, we're gonna we're getting the hang of it. We'll get the hang of it. But yeah, we appreciate the listen. Uh Miller, you have anything you want to say? I don't. I don't. I think we wrapped it up good. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, we will hopefully see you uh next week for another movie TV show review. Yeah. Yeah. Peace. Later.